Okay, so if you're saying to yourself, this all has to be done now, everything's of equal priority, you're living in untruth. Not everything has to be done now. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I'm Amira Alvarez, the founder and CEO of the Unstoppable Woman, and I am Super excited that you're here today. Thank you for being a loyal listener, if you are a loyal listener, and thank you for tuning in for the first time, if this is your first time. So we're going to get started today with a topic that I hear a lot from very high-achieving women who have big sights set, they have big goals, they're used to achieving them, they want to go for more. And they may bite off too much, whether that's true or not, we'll, we'll flesh that out in a little bit, but they get to a place of overwhelm. There's too much on their plate for the number of hours in the day. And we have to really take a look at what's causing that and what to do about that. So this is a classic growth issue for women entrepreneurs, women who are the CEOs of their lives and their businesses. This is something that is going to happen at all levels, whether you are just starting out in the solo entrepreneur world, or if you've been at it for a while and you're building a business and you have a, a team already in place and you're, you're going to the next level and the next level and the next level, you are going to get to a place where you hit capacity, where you hit this, there aren't enough hours in the day for me to do what I want to do, what I have my heart and soul and intellect and conscious mind set on. I want more than I can personally achieve as my business and my life is set up currently. So this is a growth issue. This is not a you are wrong issue. Now, I have to say there are things that you need to learn how to do. That's the outer game piece. So you do need the skills and the tactics to figure out how to manage your time and, and, you know, triage what's first and what's a priority and how to move forward and still grow despite the situation that we all experience. No one escapes this. There are only 24 hours in a day. How do you create more time? So I want to talk to you about how you actually create more time. And of course, this isn't creating more time in a 3D of this human plane, uh, 24 hours in a day kind of thing. That is standard. There's no way around that. Okay. I don't have a magic wand for that, but I do have a magic wand for maximizing that time and not getting stuck or paralyzed in feeling like you're overwhelmed. And that's such a big thing for people. And, and you have to master this. You have to really do the outer game things and the inner game things in order to not be caught up in this, because this is one of the things that will stop you from taking advantage of opportunities for, for you and your business and really achieving your income goals and profit goals faster than you ever thought possible, because you're afraid of being overwhelmed. You're afraid of what happens if you take on too much and, you know, disappointing others, disappointing yourself, um, effing things up, making gross mistakes, all of these things. And we'll get into that a lot more as we move through this teaching today. However, for right now, I want you to understand that this is 
a classic growth issue. You are not uh, fundamentally wrong for having this growth issue. And you need to actually do the work that's both the inner game work and the outer game work so that this no longer is a conversation that's happening in your head. You are no longer saying to yourself, oh my God, I'm so busy. Oh my God, I can't get ahead. Oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. Oh my God, how am I going to get it all done? Like you are no longer in that conversation. You have a plan and a perspective that allows you to scale with whatever your growth desires are in the moment. So for me, this was certainly an issue that that happened when I was first starting out in business. You know, that was maybe a decade or so ago where I just was like, oh my God, there's so much to do and there's not enough hours in the day. And that happened when I was really, really, really first starting out, you know, making my first sales and my first, you know, income and just getting started. And this continued as I grew my business. And it was one of the things that was a huge wake up call for me when I went and made that big quantum leap. I had already done several smaller quantum leaps, but I did a big quantum leap going from 138K. That was my annual income the previous year in US dollars to 700K in US dollars the following year. And that's a five times increase in income. And the, the big wake up call for me was one day when I was at the end of a workday, it was roughly 6.30, 7 p.m. And my husband called upstairs from downstairs and said, hey, babe, you know, dinner's ready. Come on down. I was like, OK, I'll be right down. I just want to get one more thing taken care of. And that one more thing became two, three, four, five. I was on this hamster wheel of like, I just need to get the next thing done because there was so much on my plate. And about an hour later, he called up and he was like, I'm starting, which I totally get. And he did not guilt or shame me about it or anything. But for me, I just paused at that point and I was like, this is unsustainable. And I don't know what it is for you. Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's your partner. Maybe it's that you just don't want to live that way anymore. But I recognize that I got a, a hit off of getting things done. And there's a, there's a positive to that, right? I was a high achiever. I was motivated. No one had to like light my fire. I was self-motivated. The shadow side of that, though, was that I didn't know when to stop. And I was hitting burnout. And I was getting to that place of overwhelm. And it was driving a sense of anxiety and stress and even panic at times. And it was reducing the pleasure that I had in my life with, you know, the people that I had in my life. And it was a self-worth issue as well. The other aspect of this story that I like to share with women is that that was, you know, a day when I didn't have client-facing calls. I didn't have to be on video. Uh, so what did I do? I didn't take a shower. I didn't get dressed. And I didn't even brush my teeth. I was at the end of my day at 7 p.m. at night, and I was like, I haven't taken care of myself. And it's not that I'm like a clean freak, though I do like a neat and tidy environment. Like, I think you can go a day without taking a shower, maybe even two, if, unless you're like, you know, running and sweating and being around people. But even still, right? Like, if you don't, you're not going to die. It's not going to give you the cooties. 
but the fact that I hadn't cared enough about myself to put myself together and I was still in very dog haired covered bedclothes. I wasn't in anything beautiful. And I was, you know, I looked at myself in the mirror and it wasn't the woman I wanted to be. This wasn't my ideal. This wasn't the, the image of someone who actually loved and cared her, for herself. This was the image of someone who was terribly, terribly afraid and insecure and really driven by the fear of dropping a ball to such an extent that she didn't brush her own teeth in the morning, right? Like that is just not okay. At least it wasn't for me. I'll let you make your own decision on what your standards are. But for me, that was a huge self-worth piece. And, and I share that story because it's just the truth. I had gone off the deep end in terms of being driven by the next task. So this was something that was a real wake-up call for me. And I had to develop a process and a plan that allowed me to really step into who I was as a woman, as a female entrepreneur, so that I could feel sexy, lit up, beautiful, in love with myself, proud of myself, who I wanted to be. And of course, the way I do that is going to be different than the way you do that. This is not a one size fits all piece, but like I needed to figure out how do I still stay in that masculine where I thrive, that masculine essence where I thrive on achieving, right? I love achieving. I love that momentum of getting the next thing done, checking it off your list, the wins, accumulating all of that with the desire to feel awesome in my body, feel great in my emotions, feel lit up in my life. How was I going to integrate these two things? So I, I really had to, to develop a whole methodology around this. And it's something that I teach. It's the female entrepreneur's methodology for scaling your business. I've put a name to it. And this is part of it, okay? So, and, and it's something that I hear a lot from clients that they too are challenged by. Like, how do I get it all done? Like, what needs to give? And what happens for the high achiever is that if you don't do the triage on this, both the inner game and the outer game piece, that you end up resenting your business. And that causes you not to put the love and energy into it that it requires because it needs feeding. And it causes you not to want to grow. And it causes you to want to check out. There's a downward spiral there that this is a way of stopping. Okay, so let me explain this very clearly. If you find yourself in a pattern of overwhelm, it's one of your patterns for stopping. My company is called The Unstoppable Woman, not because I don't want you to take chill time. I just took a few days off. It felt great. Um, I chilled out. It was wonderful. It's not that you don't want to take down time and time to rejuvenate, but you do want to acknowledge where you are unconsciously stopping, unconsciously stopping and in a pattern of self-sabotage to 
keep you from going to the next level. And if you use overwhelm as an excuse, not consciously, but unconsciously to not grow because you're resentful of your business and what it's requiring of you, then this is a pattern for stopping and you have to do the work to shift it. Okay. So this is a big problem, not a small problem. And it's something that is going to affect your ability to make decisions around scaling and actually closing the gap on time. Many of you have heard me speak about the power of quick decisions and how that helps you close the gap on time. Now, why is closing the gap on time important? Well, you only have 24 hours in the day. So the faster you can make decisions and do things, and I'm not saying to get into spin out, but the faster you can close the gap and not delay what needs to be done, the faster you will scale your business. And this is the truth, whether it's a decision, a hiring decision, a firing decision, investment decision, who does what in your business decision, roles and responsibilities, delegation, all of that. What your ads say, what your copy says in your organic social posts, like all of these things, like being in business is a series of decisions and some of them are large and some of them are small, how quickly can you make them? How quickly can you decide, I'm doing this next thing and we're going to put it on the calendar at this time and, and close the gap on time? That's the difference between someone who takes three years to accomplish something and someone who takes three months to accomplish something. And it's fundamental. And it, until you actually see it at work for yourself, you're going to be thinking that your time horizon and your pacing is the correct pacing. And I'm going to make the argument that it's not, that you can continually iterate on closing the gap on time and doing things faster, okay, without the spin out, without the overwhelm, okay? And the other thing that's required for solving this problem is that you have to get habitually good at doing this differently as a matter of course to consistently scale. So this is not a one and done kind of thing. This is a lesson you need to hear multiple times and learn multiple times and apply multiple times and iterate on. I am constantly asking myself when I put off a decision, I'm like, wait a second. Hello, hello, hello. Can I decide that now? What would I need to triage? What would I need to understand in order to make that decision right now? And this is one of the habits I've gotten really good at. And this is one of the habits that I help my clients get really good at. We have a whole teaching around how to change your habits. And we have a whole structure for this. Make a note of that, that getting good at things habitually, like making decisions faster, is super, super important. Okay, in terms of overwhelm, I want you to look at this from two different perspectives. One is the inner game and one is the outer game. So fundamentally, this comes down to execution. If you only do the inner game piece, 
but you don't map it to the outer game action side of things, doing things differently side of things, you will not have a different result. That said, if you only do the outer game steps that I'm going to teach you in this podcast, and you don't do the deep inner work, you won't continue to use the outer game steps if you use them at all, okay? The inner game is what allows you to be someone who executes on the outer game. So this is important if you are someone who knows what to do, but doesn't do it. I hear that all the time. I know what to do. I just keep self-sabotaging or I keep getting in my own way or I'm in paralysis or there's crippling fear or I get distracted or something else comes up and I don't do the thing that I know that I need to do. Okay. So you need both. You need the inner game and the outer game. So let's talk about the outer game. I'm going to call these the four D's. This is not new, you guys. You've heard this before. I'm just going to say it through my lens and remind you of it. When you are overwhelmed, you need to look at these four D's. Delegate, defer, deal with, or do away with. Four D's. Again, delegate, defer, deal with, or do away with. Those are your four options. Everything goes into those four categories. And everything is just a decision. You have to decide which of those ways of dealing with your to-do list you're going to execute on. Delegate, defer, deal with, do away with. And this is, again, the inner game piece. If you're having a hard time making decisions or you're keeping everything in the deal with, which is unsustainable for you, then you have an inner game piece that you really need to work with. And there are other podcasts that we have that deal with that. And I would just um, invite you to come to the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit, where we go into the inner game piece in so much detail. I really teach this methodology so that you know exactly how to work with yourself. And if you want to take advantage of that, go to joinamiralive.com and look for the next summit that's coming up and make a quick decision. <laughs> Go register now. Would love to have you there. Okay. So let's talk about these different ways. Deal with it. That is you taking action on it. Clearly, if everything in the, is in this category, you haven't really solved for your, I don't have enough hours in the day challenge. Okay. That's exactly where you are, where you think everything has to be dealt with right now. So, um, how quickly uh, can you deal with this? This is, this is a fundamental inner game piece. And if there are things on your list that you can just deal with quickly, go for it, do it. Okay. That's fine. And in fact, I have a whole methodology for how to do that, that I'm about to walk you through, but the inner game side to that is that you're afraid of making mistakes and you don't trust yourself. And that's what is keeping you from dealing with things. Okay. So oftentimes the story or the mental conversation in your head about being so busy, I'm so behind, I can't get ahead, uh, how am I ever going to get this done? Like, oh, FDF. That is what actually keeps you from dealing with it. And it stops you from doing what's required. So let's talk about my, my process for this. I call it 
the yellow pad process, okay? Or yellow pad it because I love my yellow pads. You can use whatever journaling instrument you need, but I love my yellow pads. They make me super happy. They're lined. They have a nice stiff back. They're one of my favorite things and I use them all the time. So this is called yellow padding it. So the first step in this is you list everything out. No order, just the order it comes out of your head. What's got to get done? You might have a project management system. You might have all sorts of spreadsheets, all of that. For me, I find it's cleansing, if you will, to get it all down, handwritten in pad to pad, you know, pen to pad, and just list it all out. Sometimes it's, you know, more than one page. Sometimes it's, you know, two or three pages. And you're going to put the small things, the big things, the medium-sized things, everything that is hooked in your head, including the personal life things, like call doctor and cancel appointment or reschedule, right? Like the the little things and the big things. You're just going to get it all out. Don't censor, okay? And we have a PDF on this that, by the way, this yellow, uh, yellow padding it system, if you want the PDF download of how to do this, please go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash, so that's backslash, podcast PDFs, all lowercase, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, P-D-F-S, okay? And we have this PDF there. You can download it. There's no opt-in. It's just a, a lovely give that we have for our podcast listenership and audience. We love you guys. We want you to be successful. So if you want this, please go and download it for free. Uh, No opt-in required. Okay. So the next thing that you need to do is to the side of every task, you need to label it easy, medium, large. Okay. Know that easy, medium, large aren't necessarily the same categories but some things are just super easy. You could put quick down. I like the word easy, but it's like rescheduling that doctor's appointment easy. It's not a complicated task, okay? It doesn't require a lot of decisions or back and forth. It's like you pick up the phone, you make the call, you look at your calendar, you do it, right? It's easy. Replying to someone's email, you know, that might be a medium one if you have to, if it's a proposal or you have to do something in, in depth, but a lot of the stuff is pretty easy. Okay. And it just requires you to get it done. So you're going to label everything easy, medium, large. Medium is, it takes a little bit of thought, but it's not going to take a a lot of time. Okay. Large is I need to block some time on my schedule for this. Okay. And sometimes it's a larger, larger project and you need to block a lot of time on your schedule or you need to break it down to smaller tasks. First is listing it all out. Then it's labeling it easy, medium, large. Then this is a matter of discernment. What is going to get you into momentum the quickest? And I'm going to tell you that if you are in that overwhelm, you're going to want a few wins right off the bat. So let's do a bunch of easy tasks just to bang them out and feel some momentum. You're going to want to start there. You don't want to live there because otherwise you're in the weeds and you don't get the needle moving stuff done, but you want to start building some like, okay, I got a bunch of stuff off my plate and successful. So like do an hour of this. Okay. Like just bang it out. Okay. Then 
The next phase is to star what's giving you anxiety or stressing you out of the medium and the large. Like what is giving you that stressed out feeling? Sometimes it's an easy thing that's stressing you out. Like, oh, it's been two weeks and I, I, if I don't cancel that subscription, I'm going to be charged for it or something, right? And you just need to get it done. So you could do this step for the easy stuff too. You can star what's stressing you out and causing you anxiety that you haven't done yet. And then you're going to go do those next. If it were some of the easy ones, you've already done them. That's great. But you're going to do the ones that are mediums next because then you're banging out a few things that you're just taking care of that are stressing you out. That's going to lower your stress load instantaneously. Okay. So we're triaging this and we're prioritizing based on not necessarily the most important thing for your business right now. That's what you need to do on a day when you're not over your limit with overwhelming anxiety that comes along with it. This is about getting you clarified and in momentum and out of the overwhelm. So it's a specific situation here. So you're going to bang out a few of those medium ones, and then you're going to look at the long projects, okay, or the large projects. And you're going to do one of two things or both. One is to break it down into medium-sized things, so smaller tasks. So instead of it being a giant project, you're going to break it down to components so that you can feel successful about getting those components down. And you're going to put time on your schedule for these larger longer pieces. Okay. This is only after you've gotten some of those small wins down and you're feeling the momentum and you're feeling better about yourself and like, Oh my God, phew. Okay. You're going to start getting started on them and you want to make time on your schedule for them. So how do you make time? You carve out the time. Okay, you make a decision. Again, back to decision. It's one of the key components of success, making decision. So you can either carve out one to two hour blocks a day, right? I love my mornings because I block off my mornings and rarely have early morning appointments so that I can do the deeper work that I need to do, the thought work, the concentrated work where I'm uninterrupted. So that's, that's where I put those one to two hour blocks. And sometimes I do them during the day and I just block time off though. I have to say that's more challenging because there are often, you know, little questions that people have throughout the day that I want to respond to. And I can do that if I'm planning in advance. So that might be a Sunday, I'm looking at the next two weeks and putting chunks of time on the calendar in advance of different deadlines that I have so that I'm always ahead of the game. And I really do strive for keeping those boundaries and not uh, allowing myself to get interrupted. So I will turn off all my notifications during those times. I still admit that sometimes there will be something, there will be some sort of fire drill in my business that comes up that pulls me off my game. So I'm very sensitive to the fact that I want to have enough buffer time in my calendar so that if that happens, I'm not in crisis mode and that I like to do things early in the morning when I am free. 
So the other thing that I've done that has really been helpful in terms of creating time is I block off Fridays for just execution time. So aside from a, a few of our client calls that I, I love doing that are on Friday afternoons, the rest of the day is time to bang out a bunch of stuff. And I know this and knowing that I have that blocked in the future allows me to like know that everything's going to be taken care of on that day and I don't have to stress about it. The other thing I do is a bit of wrap up every evening when I finish with the meetings on my calendar so that if there's anything that's like time critical, it's taken care of and that's not going to be cycling in my head and causing me to feel any sort of overwhelm. I am completely unavailable for the overwhelm. The other thing that I do is when I decide to do something, I set a timer for it. I'm pretty good at this. I don't always set timers anymore, but if there's something that I feel like I will extend the time on and take too much time to, to figure out, I will set a timer so that I know how much time I'm allowing to get the activity done. And this forces me to relinquish perfectionism and make quicker decisions. It's super, super helpful. Another really key thing is to, to set deadlines for yourself where you owe someone else the deliverable, whether that's your team member or a client or a customer, you know that it needs to be done by a certain time so that you don't let it drag out. We already spoke about this, but putting it on your schedule, it's surprising how much this helps and how people just don't do it. They put it on their schedule, but then they ignore it. That doesn't work. You have to decide that your schedule is important and have boundaries around it. And this is a self-worth issue. Now, I just also said that there are sometimes things in my business that need my immediate attention despite having boundaries. And there's discernment here, okay? But most people tend to be in reactive mode and don't get the big things done and start getting super duper overwhelmed. If this is you, you need to have stronger boundaries around that and you need to really like communicate to your team this is not a time where we're, we're speaking, where we're talking about it, you need to get me this the day before, whatever it is, okay? And I know myself, I've built up trust with myself that I get my stuff done. So, you know, you have to use this technique with discernment. Okay, so all of these are outer game techniques that require you to change on the inside, okay? And you will know if you need to change on the inside if you're saying things like, oh, I've done these already, or I've looked at these already, or I do this already, and it doesn't work for me, or I've tried that or something similar, and it doesn't work for me, or I don't have time for this, like, I'm so overwhelmed and busy, I don't even have time for this. Okay, that is such a like, oh, have you ever heard that story? The Buddhist says, you need to meditate every day for 15 minutes. And the person says, I don't have time to meditate. I don't have 15 minutes. And the Buddha responds, then you need to meditate for an hour, right? Like you need to do the thing that's going to solve your overwhelm issue. And yeah, meditation is a great, great process for that. But so are these 
outer game things and the inner game pieces that I'm going to share with you. So if you're saying I don't have time for this, that's a wake up call. That's a like, oh, that's me. I need to do something different here. If you don't know what's most important or where to start, I hear all the time, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm confused about what's most important or what to do next. And that can throw you into overwhelm. That's a reason to look into the inner game. Or I can't do anything anyway. Okay. That's a big one too. I can't delegate it or I've already delegated it or I can't do away with it. Right. Doing away with it is one of the four ways to deal with it. So we dealt with the do it aspect of it with this yellow padding it. And then there's do away with it, which is eliminate it. It is not something that we need to do anymore. I would put on your calendar, if you're overwhelmed, a monthly review meeting with your team. And if you're, if it's a team of one, if it's just yourself, a review meeting with yourself, is there anything that I'm saying that I need to do regularly that can be eliminated from what we do, what I do or what we do? And you have to constantly look at that. And as I was going through something this morning, I noticed something that I'm going to tell my marketing team. I don't think this is an effective marketing initiative anymore. And I think we should do away with it. So that's elimination. Uh, Delegation obviously is delegating it to someone on your team. Now, if you're saying, Amira, I don't have any team. That's an issue right there. You need to hire people and you can find very inexpensive help to help you with a lot of the administrative tasks in your business and in operational tasks in your business. And so you need to delegate. And if you're saying, I don't have enough money for that, that's an untruth. That's a lie. If you want to scale, you can always create the help that you need. And there's so many ways to do that. And if you're saying, oh, I already delegate, I've delegated everything. I'm going to look at you askance and say, have you? Because I have a firm stance that you have to continue to fire yourself up. Okay. Just fire yourself from that. You have to continue to hire and delegate. Or you need to systemize and get out of the manual operation of something. Okay. So you can delegate to people or delegate to systems. And then you need to defer. That's another thing that you actually have to recognize that you don't have to do everything now. Okay. So if you're saying to yourself, this all has to be done now, everything's of equal priority. You're living in untruth. Not everything has to be done now. As instant gratification girl, and I'll raise my hand to that. I think I won that prize. Like I like what I, I want what I want when I want it. Right. I understand this challenge. I think everything needs to be done right now, okay? And I've had to learn and train myself to really recognize that if I make everything top priority for myself or my team, we cannot scale. It doesn't work. You go into hyper mode, scattered all over the freaking place, and you don't allow people to be successful. So you really need to work this system so that you step out of the everything has to be done now. And fundamentally, you want to look at this, and this is the inner game piece. If any of these things landed for you, this is the inner game piece. You're addicted to the hard, to the struggle. And there's so many reasons for that. But think about how our culture is and how you were raised. 
Like if you're busy, you're valuable. If you work hard, you're valuable. You've earned it. So of course we want to earn it. We don't want to rip people off. And yet if you take that further, it causes this pattern to play out where you are addicted to the hard and the struggle and to the overwhelm and the burnout. And that's not okay. So there are a lot of stories, conditioning, beliefs that we all grew up with and each of us has their own individual variation of this, but it keeps you from really breaking that habit and having what you want consciously, which is, you know, a well-oiled machine, a business that you love working in when you're in your business and a business that you love because it works on its own when you step away from it. Okay. When you feel excited about the growth, but not overwhelmed by the lack of capacity. And this stems from a misunderstanding. Often there can be other things that it stems from misunderstanding of where your importance comes from, where your value comes from, where your worth comes from. It, it doesn't come from being busy or doing the most amount of work in this world. Just think about that. There's so many people who work really hard. Okay. But that's not what sinks, links, correlates to increased income. Now, does that mean you don't have to put the work in? Absolutely not. Do not misunderstand this. I'm a go hard, high achiever, right? I believe in getting it done, but that's not the only toolkit. And if you're using that as your only tool and you're thinking, I just have to put in more hours and get the next test done, you're going to burn out and it's not pretty. Okay. So what other thoughts are going to come up that are uncomfortable for you that you don't want to deal with if you slow down? If everything was working like a well-oiled machine, okay, and you had the time to cruise through your business, everyone wants that. But most people are afraid of what they would see there. If you give yourself the space in your business, are you afraid of the discomfort of what you would be engaged with thinking about. Consciously, no one thinks that this is true. But subconsciously, we don't want to look at the failures or the places where we need to grow or the places where we're not doing as well as we could. That's uncomfortable for most of us, okay? And most people avoid pain and go to pleasure. The hit of getting the next thing done is very pleasurable, and sitting with the bigger issues in your business and working through them, that's uncomfortable for many people. You can learn to be comfortable with that. You can learn to do it quicker, but you have to get good at that. So here's the thing. You have to deal with the inner game. The inner game is 80% and the outer game is 20%. Some people even say 90-10 but I think the outer game is, is definitely a 20% aspect to scaling a business, running a business, making more money in your business. You have to learn things. You have to master the outer game. You have to learn things and you have to execute on them. Okay. But what stops you from learning things? What stops you from taking advantage of opportunities? What stops you from working on the inner game and really mastering that? That's like the inner game limits you from going forward on the inner game, right? So this is a big, big effing deal. 
And it very much comes up knowing what to do, but not doing it or not doing it as quickly as you could be doing it and coming up with any number of completely reasonable to you, but truly they are excuses or alibis for why you have to stay in the struggle because it doesn't, it doesn't need to be. So you actually need to make faster decisions and you need to understand. So this is the inner game piece, guys. You have to make faster decisions about what you need to do now, what's the most important, when you're going to do it, all the things on the outer game. You need to make faster decisions and execute on those. Okay. So what actually slows you down from that? Well, fundamentally, this is a fear of making mistakes. And what does that actually look like? I'm going to lose money. I'm going to lose time. I'm going to lose customers. That's a fear of making a mistake. Like what if I make this quick decision and it's a waste of money? What if I make this quick decision and decide to work on X, Y, and Z, and it's a waste of time? What if I make this quick decision and say I'm going to do X, Y, and Z in PDQ, and it's a big flop, and I lose my customers because I haven't been thoughtful about it? This is a big, big fear. And it also comes forward in the fear of disappointing others, customers, family, the committee in your head, right? Uh Uh-oh, disappointing the committee in my head. But let's play this out. The only way you get good at something is by moving forward, taking action on it, and experiencing the result. Sometimes that result may not be the uber, uber, uber positive thing that you want. And if you're afraid of not achieving that and achieving some temporary failure, temporary problem instead, this is an issue of self-trust. You don't trust that you know what to do with a result that you don't desire. Okay. I desire results. I, you know, I desire the good ones and the bad ones because if I make a mistake and it's a bad one, I get to learn and grow and never make that mistake again. I get to grow myself and grow my business. If I don't try something, get the feedback, then I'm not growing or learning. If everything's perfect, perfect in my business, I'm not growing and learning. I want to lose, if you will. I want the mistakes. Now, I don't, you know, obviously I'm going for excellence. Obviously, I'm looking at every decision that I make and like, how can we do this in the best possible way for our clients? How can I do this in the best possible way for our team? How can I do this in the best possible way for myself? I am looking at excellence in all courts, but I'm not going to hold myself back because I don't know if it's going to work. I need to put myself out there and feel like any result is a good result. I want it. I want the feedback. Give me the feedback. Okay. And here's the thing. I'm able to do this because I have built trust in myself that I can remedy any mistake, that I can fix anything. That if something goes wrong, things go wrong in business all the time, whether you take a long time to think about it or, or you make a quick decision. If you want to scale quickly, you have to learn how to make faster decisions. So you need to learn that you're capable of fixing anything that goes wrong. And the biggest thing that gets in people's way is shame. Shame about, you know, what if people see that I've made a mistake or shame about like, 
What if I let someone down and they see that I'm not as good as I thought I was or, or you know, shame about not doing it right the first time? You need to look at this differently. Most people are afraid of taking personal responsibility. They're afraid of being seen as making a mistake. As a result of that, they don't want to take personal responsibility for their mistakes and own them. It's this thing that they start thinking like, what does that mean about me? Not on a conscious level, completely subconscious level. What does that mean about me if I've made a mistake? What does being wrong mean to you, right? Do you get defended? Do you need to be right? Do you find that you have to, you know, justify everything that you do? This is a key thing to pay attention to. You need to learn how to take 100% personal responsibility for any mistakes that you make and learn that that doesn't mean something's wrong with you, but actually something is right with you. You are going for more, growing, capable, agile, have resilience and capacity, okay? Yet most people were brought up shamed over making mistakes. The smallest little mistakes got some sort of reprimand. So you're afraid to try and fail. Now, most entrepreneurs are more risk tolerant than the, the rest of the, the world, but you probably have a level of risk tolerance that's uncomfortable for you. And I'm asking you, I'm calling you forward that you need to push that edge. Okay. And most people feel like I can't do that because I'm afraid of alienating people or clients. But guess what? Most clients and people are generally speaking understandable. It all depends on your come from, like what's the intent behind it. And then if you want to fix something, you know, throw love at it, throw some time at it, throw some attention at it. Money makes a lot of things right. Okay. There's ways to fix things, whether it's a conversation or a give in another way. And you have to learn that you're trustworthy, that you can trust yourself to do the right thing and not be someone who freaking stands on ceremony and defends herself. Okay. So be someone who trusts herself. That's the inner game piece that you really need to learn. And this is all about changing your self-image and how you know yourself to be. And it's something that I go into deeply at the Unstoppable Woman Summit that we have, and we've got one coming up. So I hope to see you there. Um, you can go to joinamiralive.com if you want more on this. We mesh the inner game and the outer game and teach you how to execute at such a high level that you be surprised how quickly you double, triple, quadruple your income. It's phenomenal. We have such success in the first 90 days of people working with us. And I want to share with you exactly how to do that, but you got to show up. You got to make a decision and come. So stop putting it off and let's do this now. Okay. So in summary, please outer game triaged. You got to figure out what the outer game triage is, and then you got to change on the inside to be someone who actually executes on this quickly. And this is how you create time. It's not that you have more time than anyone else, but you're doing what you want to be doing in your life and your business faster than others, faster than the you of yesterday. I'm constantly iterating on myself. I understand this methodology and I hold myself to a higher standard and I don't get complacent. 
And that's how you create more and more and more time for yourself. It's not that there's a magic wand. It's that there's a higher standard. Okay. With that, thank you so much for listening. Please give us a review. I read all of the reviews and I'd love to see them. And I'd love for you to share this podcast with any of your colleagues in business that really want to step it up to the next level and want to integrate that inner game and that outer game. Okay, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Hey there, unstoppable woman. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed that episode. I often hear, how do you make a quantum leap? How do I get out of my own way and execute at the highest level? As a high achiever, you know that hard work is part of the picture, but there's something more. And that's what I want to teach you at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. This is three days immersive with me. I'm going to be teaching you what it took for me to go from 138K a year to 700K in one year as a solo entrepreneur. That's a five times quantum leap in income. And I've helped so many clients do similar things. And I would love to help you do that as well. We are going to be working on your marketing. We're going to be working on your mindset. So it's a bulletproof mindset so that you can do what you want to do in this world. And we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business faster than you ever thought possible. So please, if this is what you want, do not miss this. Join us November 5th, 6th, and 7th at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. You can find out more at joinamiralive.com. That's joinamiralive.com. Go buy your ticket now, and I can't wait to see you there. 